Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Theater Podcast, intimate personal conversations with theater's biggest names. I am your host, Alan Seals, and this is a special year-end wrap-up with a special co-host this year, none other than the ensemblist host, Mr. Mo Brady. How you doing, Mo? I am very good. Thank you for asking me. I love talking about my feelings. (laughs) Do you have a favorite? This is the year-end wrap-up for all 2019, so we're talking pre- and post-Tonys. Do you have a favorite from the whole year? I have a favorite play a favorite musical and they are united in spirit what are they well they are united in spirit because they are experiences that can only happen in the theater i think the more that we can watch things at home uh, have things streamed to our phones or our tvs the more we are craving a unique experience in the theater where we are sharing space with other audience members mm-hmm. and so the two shows that hit me the most were what the constitution means to me and Hades town because they both really incorporated the audience as a character in the storytelling i mean i love that moment at the beginning of Hades town where Andre DeShields come out and he's like, all right. And we all, everyone in the audience is like, all right. And he's like, all right. And you're like, and we all had to like, we all had to agree like, yeah, you're to ta- go on this journey with You're them. talking to me. You're actually talking to me. I yeah. loved that. Um, that feels so unique to me. Not unique in terms of never happened in the theater before, but that's the kind of experience that I'm going to take time and participate in rather than just go home. Are you happy with with the general trend of jukebox musicals that are coming out now? There's a there was a lot this year. Um, you, do you mean the bio musical, or do you mean more like Jagged Little Pill? Well, uh, we can go through. Um, I guess more of a, more of a bio because you're talking about Tina, yeah. Summer, Ain't Too Proud, yeah, Share yeah. Show, yeah. Um, I'm 38 years old, and none of these bio musicals have been written for me. Mm. And so when we get the Lady Gaga biomusical, maybe I'm going to feel differently. Well, Britney Spears is in is coming in theory. Will it be a Jack? I I think that's more of like a story being told with her music. I don't think it's yeah. So I 
I haven't loved any bio musical I've seen, even the more well-crafted ones like Jersey Boys are beautiful because none of those artists were ones that I connected to before I walked into the theater. Mm -hmm. I didn't walk in with an automatic connection to them. Right. But let's get a Lizzo musical in 30 years and I'll be like, oh my God, this is so good because it will do the exact thing for me that it's doing for 60-year-old moms at the Lent Fontaine right now. What's well, the producers who are bringing the money who mm -hmm. want to see these biopics of their generation's right. icons? And, yeah. and the people who are willing to spend $140 on a ticket, $180 on a ticket, mm -hmm. that's who musicals are being shot to Broadway for, not me. Yeah. I get press comps. I'm not paying. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. So no, but maybe in the future. There were a couple standouts for me. There, I mean, I enjoyed everything. I'm one of those people that I would be a terrible critic because I'm always looking for the positive in everything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I like that for this reason, like that, and that for this reason. Uh, Freestyle Love Supreme for me just blows me away in the amount of talent that all of those people have on mm -hmm. stage. Sure. I mean, not like... It's a different kind of talent because everybody obviously on, on a Broadway stage has bukus of talent coming out everywhere. A performance, like a spectacle, Moulin Rouge for me. Oh, yeah. Like that is a show to see. Well, sure. Not, that's also a very theatrical experience. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's not like the story. You know the story. The story is not profound, mm. but it's just, oh my God, the set and the dancing and the arrangements are. You walk into that yeah. theater and it's all like they've transformed the, the whole house. Yeah. Exactly. The whole house is the, is the Moulin Rouge. Yeah. It's incredible. You know where your money went to or where other people's money went to. <laughs> licensing, you got music licensing. Yeah. Uh, did you like, did, talk to me about Oklahoma. Did you like the, the new Oklahoma? Uh, I liked the new version of Oklahoma more than I probably would have liked a traditionally staged production of Oklahoma. Did all of the concepts work for me? No. Did some of them work for me? Yes. Uh, I just like they did something weird with it. I don't I, know. I, mean, I, I did, like I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, I did too. I I have never seen a staged performance of the of the traditional. Oh, I think I've seen like high school productions. <laughs> well, I saw I saw like the you know the movie and and. But this this worked, like I said, it mostly worked for me, and I got it. I got mm -hmm. what they were trying to do, and I really loved it. And, of course, just the inclusivity and and the fact that Ali Stroker was in it and being in a wheelchair was not – it was just her. It wasn't – there was no attention called to it. I didn't see Ali. I saw her understudy. Oh, really? Or standby, uh, Sacha Hushings. And she does not perform in a wheelchair. When I knew when I saw she was going on, I was like, oh, she'll be doing the track of Ali. Yeah. And she – walks out and does the whole thing on two feet. And I, 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 that was really fascinating to me was sort of the, the theater crafting of it is yeah. like, you've created a role around someone in a wheelchair. How does it get manipulated when that person doesn't have a wheelchair? That was interesting for me. Of course, Allie is also great. <laughs> right. Well, this, this, she made history this year yeah, for winning the Tony first actress in a wheel actor period mm -hmm. in a wheelchair to win a Tony award. Just Incredible, which also the Tonys were another standout for me because I was on the red carpet of the Tonys. Oh, look at you. And that, that was an experience. So, what were you doing? Press for this podcast. Oh, I've heard of it. You mean the theater podcast? <laughs> the, the theater podcast. Available on Broadway Podcast Network? Yeah. Uh, it, I was there doing interviews with people walking by and that, God, it was, it was like, 
to see to be on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I was standing next to James Corden's parents, mm-hmm. who were also interviewing people as they came by. Oh, that's funny. So I got a fun interview with James Corden's parents while they were in between interviews. So that that was interesting, but that was really that was really cool in terms of plays. I didn't think I would love this as much as I did. Darren Brown's Secret. Oh, I haven't seen it. I am in love with that show. Mm. And Darren Brown is, he's a UK phenomenon anyway, a mentalist, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous to interview him. Oh, yeah, because I was like, like, he's going like, to get like, my brain. He's going to get my brain and control the conversation. And, and But he's sort of an opposite of his stage persona in that he's kind of shy and he's he's very reserved and hmm. and I'm sure he's picking up on things he just wasn't going there because he wasn't on you know I put in air quotes but um Frankie and Johnny I really loved I think it closed oh, too yeah. early closed way too early I think did you see that no I mean it was the incredible incredible performances the most recent thing I saw was Cyrano did you get oh to see no it? no you see you see oh. more things than I do you're a dad but you live in New York City so you get to see more plays <laughs> <laughs> I just have a very loving and understanding wife Crystal shout out to you you're and the best. I do not have a very loving and understanding wife no no you have a loving and understanding husband yeah yeah that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a favorite play uh, what the Constitution means to me yeah oh of course I, of course I just it, it was Help, made me rethink what a play could be. Yeah. yeah uh, and, and I loved the form movement of it. You know, I just didn't know what was coming. And I just, I loved that. You know, stand-up performance for me was um, Adam Driver in Burn This. Oh. That, dude, I mean, like, all I know oh, of... Oh, is Adam Driver a good actor? Yeah, he's totally a good actor. All I knew of him was a couple... Th- episodes of girls mm-hmm. that you know i i didn't really watch girls and then i of course star wars but then i was like oh this dude this star wars guy is gonna be on stage is gonna be any good blew me away yeah just incredible the the where he went to with that character but um and then even uh jake gyllenhaal too for seawall of life mm-hmm. um again and tom sturridge too dom and jake both a, love the idea of putting two one acts together. Hmm. It worked. Yeah. The theme, you know, it was all about parenting and dead life and whatnot. It worked. But um, both of them, I, I I just, I saw it twice and I looked around and like there were sniffles and sobbings and like grown men talking mm-hmm. about their, or thinking about their children. Just, it was, it was an extremely well-produced and well-directed play. And I think when it moved to Broadway from off-Broadway, well-deserved and Hmm. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see anything that was like off off Broadway or or kind of like I saw eleven off Broadway shows, but nothing particularly off off Broadway, I would say. Oh, I guess I saw We Are the Tigers. That was pretty off Broadway. Um, but most of the things I saw were like Rock of Ages or Broadway Bounty Hunter. I love Broadway Bounty Hunter. Mm, I no. thought it was Annie Golden is a gem. Yeah. She is a treasure. Um <laughs> Made it all the way to the public to see Soft Power, which I really enjoyed as well. I really thought it was interesting. I would love to see another draft of it, to be honest. I think there's still things to be figured out, and I don't mm-hmm. know what the future of that show is, if there is one. But the way they were playing with the form of musical theater, I just thought was really interesting and entertaining at the same time. 
Speaking of playing with theater, one of the things that I will count for 2016, even though it's opening next year, is, is 20, six. 2019? But 20, where are we? Where, this year is did called I say 2019. 2016? You sure did. Because I'm looking at six, the, six, the musicals okay. launch event. Yeah. For, I will count for 2019. I went to the launch, the press launch event for oh, six. Cool. And I didn't know anything about it. I saw some clips and things and you know, whatnot from, from their run, their out of town run, but um, the Broadway launch. I'm so excited for that show, even though it's coming in 2020. Yeah. I'm still counting that as one of my favorite moments of, of 2019. The launch event yes. was, was worth it for you. Oh, that's cool. I, yeah. I have been uh, specifically staying away from sex because I love walking into a theater blind. I love that experience of not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, so me too. I know... Yeah, there's six queens and they're going to sing like Spice Girls music at you, but I don't really know any of it. And I look forward to that experience when I do get to see it Yeah, and have be shooketh. Well, that's nice. I, I get the press comps too. And it's, it's nice go, going before the press, the reviews are out. Oh uh, yeah. So we get to go see these things like final, final previews mostly is what I try to go see. Yeah. I saw Jagged Little Pill last night and it was after opening, but I, yeah. I had stayed away from reviews i was like i want to go in as blind as i can about this thing that everybody is talking about because i want to go in and i want to have my own experience what do you think it. of it um i think there are some really incredible moments in it and there are some things that didn't work as well for me um i think the cast is almost uniformly great they're amazing i think the cast is really spectacular and i enjoy ezra not by any actor in the show really an interesting ensemble mm -hmm. um in terms of being unique personalities. It's called a chorus, but it's kind of the opposite of a chorus because they're also unique. Mm -hmm. They all work together to make this like cacophonous mm -hmm. sort of ensemble. So like you were saying, they, they all stand out individually, but together it's all like one solid block of talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else from the year that, that sticks out in your mind? Performances. I talk about ensemble performances all the time. So I was actually thinking, what leading performances? really stood out to me this year because I don't get a chance to talk about those very often. And I'd love to say too, Erica Henningsen in Mean Girls is so good. Erica is a Broadway star. She is, she has such a heavy lift in that show and she does it so well and she's so vocally strong. Don't sleep on Erica Henningsen. That's what I have to say, people. She is going to blow us all away. I mean, not that she did, isn't doing great work in Mean Girls, or did great work in Les Mis. I think she made her debut as a Fontaine in Les Mis. Um, but Eric Henningsen is so good. Uh, and then Alex Brightman. He's such a force in that show. Absolutely. That looks exhausting. Yeah. And the vocal tricks that he's doing. He's And the way that he's able to ride that line between of, of humor and sort of being, being unlovable but lovable at the same time. Um, I... Just think he's. Did you see? Did you see it out of town in DC? No, I've seen it twice here. Because they completely reworked it. Because it got it got pretty bad reviews. Yeah. In DC, and his and they were saying that it was borderline like highly offensive. Huh. And then when I was talking with Alex Timbers, he was just saying like after the reviews after DC, they came before between then and New York, they completely shifted the tone so that mm. he was less of a jerk and and was able to find that line. So the fact that you're calling it out, like is a testament to how well they've reworked it. Yeah. Cause that's exactly what they were trying to do. So yeah, good on them. Good on them. Good on them for doing that. All right. Well, it's been an amazing 2019, 2020. Let's hope 
It's going to be just as good. I mean, it always is, right? There's always, there's there's always, always something. Th- there's always something. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most? Other um, than six, not the press launch. Oh, goodness. I, I was... I was really looking forward to Music Man until all this politics with Beetlejuice came in. And now I feel like I want to stand in solidarity with Beetlejuice, but I still want to see Music Man. I just hope the theater situation can get worked out. Because mm. um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Hugh and Sutton, both. What are you looking forward to? I mean, this is already playing, but West Side Story. What the heck is oh, yeah. happening down there? I don't know. I don't know, but in that same way that, like, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's not going to work. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but, like, yeah, let's do crazy stuff with, like, the Oklahoma thing. Like, let's do crazy stuff and just see if it works. I mean, it's not my money. So, <laughs> so if, they, if, they, if it doesn't work and it closes, sorry, guys. But I am excited by the idea of throwing new ideas at classics and seeing if they work. You know what? I'm going to put this out in the universe. I want to see everybody's talking about Jamie. Oh, sure. Come from the West End to Broadway. Mm-hmm. I saw it on the West End. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love the soundtrack. Love the story. Based on a true story. Do you think it's going to translate well? Do you think it would translate well? I think it would. I really do. Uh, there, I mean, there's a couple like UK specific types of words that, you know, no, that, then definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> there are things like I only want people to speak to me in America. <laughs> so, well, you know, like we have to change chips to the fries because we call them different things here in America. But I think it's a story about a teenage kid who wants to be himself, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that translates. I hope I hope it translates because it needs to. Mm. I wonder if it's living in the same world of becoming Nancy, and maybe one will eke out a Broadway run and the other one won't. I don't know. They sort of, in theory, are the same kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't heard either. I want Dreamgirls over here, too. Yeah. That sounds, well, probably not that far off. Uh, I'm excited about Six. And I'm mm-hmm. excited about Carolina Change because I have never really listened to either of those. And those, you know, one has been around for much longer than the other. But I don't really know either. And so I'm excited about Walking in Blind and having an experience that other people have really enjoyed in the past and mm-hmm. seeing how it lands with me. Well, it's going to be a great year, I think. So anyway, we'll wrap this up. Thank you for this incredible conversation, as always. Yeah, thank you, sir. And where can we find you? You can find me uh, at The Ensemblist. Um, we are on Instagram and Twitter, and we are in your podcast feed at The Ensemblist, and we are at theensemblist.com. All right. And of course, theater podcast, theater underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter, thetheaterpodcast.com. And thank you, Mo Brady, for this year and wrap up. Here's to a 2020. Here we go. Clink. Clink. <laughs> we need real glasses. <laughs> take a deep breath, make the world a little colorful. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.